Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it. All right. So a lot of you know that I started my entrepreneurial journey with uh, a window washing business. That was my first foray into creating a product and then trying to sell it to people. And I've talked in other videos, both on this podcast and on the YouTube channel, about what I would do if I had to start all over from scratch again. And if I had to take, say, a thousand dollar initial investment and turn it into $10,000 recurring revenue every month, what I would do. And what I would do is I would go out, I'd buy a couple hundred dollars worth of cleaning supplies. Uh, I'd spend a couple hundred dollars on a ladder, maybe some some rock climbing equipment, like a rope and a harness. And then I would just go door to door to door to door knocking until I got somebody to agree to let me wash their windows. And then I would just keep doing that over and over and over until I had so much demand that I could justify hiring somebody, bring them in and all that. Anyways. I've told that story before, and I do think that when you're first starting out, that is a fantastic way to start a service business. So if you're cleaning gutters, or you're putting up Christmas lights, or you're pressure washing driveways, or you're landscaping, whatever, that's a great way that you can get a lot of business. Um, most people don't realize that all the money you could ever want in the world is on the other side of your neighbor's door. You just have to knock on enough neighbor's doors to get the yeses. And so in the beginning, it's just a volume game. That's how we really launched our first business and got that first month worth of revenue. But from there, what I haven't talked about so much is how we scaled um, our marketing and our lead generation from uh, you know just doing maybe a couple thousand to ten thousand dollars a month to suddenly doing you know millions of dollars a year worth of window washing. And that wasn't possible. We didn't get to you know seven figures of top line revenue washing windows through door knocking. That was a part of it in the beginning. And then, you know, we had flyers and, and cold calling, cold emails. We pulled lists and we did all that stuff. But a big part of our lead generation came through SEO. So search engine optimization. And this is something that at the time, I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I understood enough of the idea that you wanted to rank number one on Google, or at least on that first page, because when you have a service-based business, people are pretty intent-based. What that means is when they need their windows washed, they're going to go to Google and they're going to Google window washing. And so what I figured out pretty early on was that nobody else in the window washing game really seemed to have their shit together in terms of putting together educational articles on their website that would help a, a searching consumer make a, an informed decision. And this is one of the things that as the service provider, you don't realize that there is a large information um, asymmetry, which is that you have access to more information than the other person does. And as much as you can um, put that, that information dis as asymmetry back into the favor of your consumer, you will both build goodwill in their eyes, but you also make them more informed and more likely to want to do business with you in the future. And the way that you do that is through educational content. Just like this, like what I'm doing right now. This is a this is a form of educational content. I don't know exactly how I plan to monetize it, but you know, building goodwill, educating you on how to build a business, and then someday maybe you build that business, and then you, you come and say thank you, and that's I don't know all the reward I need. Anyways, 
When it came to the window washing game, what I realized was that nobody else was doing this. They were just doing all of the the paid marketing on Facebook, on Google ads. They would spend that money. They would maybe run an, a flyer in the local newsletter or newspaper. Um, they do those types of things, but they weren't optimizing for search. And that was a big mistake, I think, because most people when they want their windows washed or they want whatever service, they're just going to go to Google and Google um, restaurants near me, for instance. Okay. So to make sure that you rank high when somebody searches, I recommend writing some blog articles. And the ones that I recommend writing are the, the, the ones that your consumer is likely wondering about, right? Don't just, don't just educate people on the world of, of window washing. But like, for instance, how much should you spend on washing your house's windows or washing your windows, right? That's a good question because a lot of people don't understand how much it would cost to have your, your windows washed, right? Like, I don't know, like before I, before I was washing windows, I didn't have a clue how much somebody would charge for something like that. Is that, is, is that a dollar a window, $10, $20? Is that per job? Like, is it per hour? I don't know. So that's one of those pieces of information asymmetry that you can put back into the hands of your consumer and say, okay, well, here's how much you should spend. Here's industry standard. Here's what you can expect. Here's how people quote this out. Boom. Now that person has a little bit more information, a little bit more comfortable. And because you're the one providing that information, they become more comfortable with you. You become more trustworthy in their eyes. You've established um, credibility and you've overcome obscurity by educating, right? Another really good article is how to avoid overspending on X, whatever that service is, how to avoid overspending on window washing. For instance, how how often do you need your windows washed? Well, depending on where you live, maybe once a year, maybe at most once every three months, right? So you can start to paint that picture, but like, hey, don't get taken advantage of here. You don't need your windows washed every month. That's outrageous. Don't sign up for a subscription thing. It's too much. Um, You're going to be just fine with your windows washed once every six months or whatever, right? Again, that's a question that a consumer doesn't know the answer to, but they might go looking it up. And now if your article is the one that's positioned, they're going to like, I'll click on that. Another one is what to expect when you hire for X. What to expect when you hire a window washer? Are they gonna have to come into my house? Am I gonna need to be there? Are they gonna be wearing their tennis shoes and like their their mucky shoes on my carpet? Um, do I need to put my cats away? Do I need to pull the furniture away from the windows? What 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 do I need to know? Like there's so many questions just about window washing that your consumer doesn't know the answer to. So anything that you can do to make the, the mystery out of the, um, the experience, the more likely they are to pull the trigger on it and you be the one that they actually hire for the job. Okay. Another great article is the ultimate homeowner's guide to window washing. Everything you ever thought you needed to know and more, right? Whenever you can create an ultimate guide to any topic that you know really well, whatever your service is, and I'm using the example of window washing, but this could, this applies to any business. For instance, how much should you spend on copywriting? How to avoid overspending on a good copywriter? What to expect when you hire a copywriter? The ultimate, the ultimate guide to copywriting, um, There you go. They just did it for copywriting, right? This applies to any service that you're trying to offer. Create these guides. If you're not doing that, then you are leaving money on the table. And and the great, beautiful thing is right now with ChatGPT, the way that it is, all these articles, they do not require a professional writer. They do not. You could just go to ChatGPT and be like, write me a 3000 word SEO optimized article about how much should you spend on window washing in Minnesota. Boom. There you go. Put it up. You're good to go. Thank me later. It's going to start raining cash. Anyways, that's going to do it for me, guys. I hope this brings you some value. I'll catch you in the next episode.
Hey, real quick, guys. I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also, you get some pretty cool behind-the-scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So if you're interested in joining us, get over to beyondtheapex.com slash newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly five to thrive. All right, let's get into the show. 